0: Inside sources, inside sources, inside sources, where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community
1: on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's Todd Weiler in for Boyd Matheson today. When it comes to politics, most Utahns focus on federal elections, sometimes less or so on state elections. But most ignore the local elections, especially the elections like this year for mayor and city council that are held in off-cycle years. But this can have a major consequence according to a new BYU study published in the American Political Science Review. The study was conducted by uh, Dr. Adam Dines. Um, He's a co-author. He is an assistant political science professor at BYU and researches legislative behavior with an interest in representation, political psychology, policy outcomes, and political parties, and uh, Doctor Dines or Adam uh, is joining KSL News Radio today. Welcome to the show, Adam.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
1: So, what can you tell us about this new study? And it's uh, what did you find about the impact of local elections?
2: Yeah, so what we were trying to figure out is is how much does the timing of elections matter um, for how well outcomes? At the local level, reflect the preferences of, of citizens in, in those cities. Um, and so, you know, as you know, here in Utah, right, our elections are in odd years uh, in November, doesn't line up with state and national elections. We, you know, we say that they're off cycle. Um, and what we find is that across the US and cities that have off cycle elections, there, there's decent evidence in our, our research that uh, interest groups are better able to get the policies they want passed um, in places where their preferences might not line up with those of the residents in those cities. Um, so when yeah, you talk so, about
1: timing, are you talking about whether it's 2020 or 2021 or whether it's a June primary and August primary or a November general election?
2: Um, we're focusing mostly on well, like kind of the year and the month of the general election and does it line up? with when national or state elections are held. So in Utah, for example, right, national state elections are November in even years. And so since Utah's uh, municipal elections are odd years in November, we'd say it's off cycle.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So um, Adam, I served uh, four years on a city council, and I've been in the Uh state Senate for um, uh, almost a decade now, which is a long time. But it's amazing to me. um, I used to joke as a state senator that half of my wife's friends thought I was in the U S Senate. But my point there is, um, because I was, you know, Senator Wyler, but my point there Uh is a lot of people, you know, they're busy with their jobs, they're busy raising their kids, they're following their Netflix and, and all that. They don't really differentiate between the city, the county, the state, the federal special service districts. Um, how are people supposed to keep track of all that?
2: I have to admit it can be quite challenging. Um, to keep track of it, and it's, and it's in your incentive to focus on things where a lot of your choices can have a, a big impact. So, yeah, so I, I think I try to like stay up with it all. Um, I mean, I think one is, is just sign up for the emails you get, for example, from the city council. I think most city councils in the state send them out, I and mean, you can get emails from your city councilor just to have a sense of what's going on and kind of know what issues are at stake um it's, it's the first
1: thing um so can you give our our listeners a kind of a f- flavor so um the city takes care of things like potholes uh they make sure the trash gets picked up they make sure that your toilet flushes and that you have clean water in your <laughs> yeah. kitchen sink and then your in your bathtub yeah
2: what, 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 but then you have other amenities right like whether it's parks it's libraries it's the rec center it's a uh, fourth of july and pioneer parade, day celebration yeah. it's Um, But a lot of quality of life um, as well. And some of what we're finding with municipal politics, um, other researchers have found similar patterns with uh, school board elections as well, right? Which is another big area in most people's lives. So um, some of the things you listed seem kind of small, but a lot of the day-to-day things that affect us um, and affect our quality of life are determined – by our municipalities and That's our right. school boards and, and local elections.
1: And boy, I'll tell you, uh, during COVID, when school was either canceled or it wasn't canceled, uh, a lot of parents were scrambling to find out who their school board representative was so they could give them yeah. an earful. And I I felt I I talked to several school board members, both on the local level. And we also have a state school board here in Utah, of course. And I talked to several of them and I said, welcome to my life, because a lot of times those school board members, they kind of fly a little bit under the radar. But during covid there, no matter what they did, at least thirty three percent of the parents were mad at them and they they really took a lot of heat and uh, they're not well-paid. Uh, they're overworked and underpaid, but uh, hats off to them for getting us through a very difficult uh, year and a half there. So um, yeah. do, do you think that local uh, elections in Utah, should we change them to align with the, uh, with the even years for the state and national elections?
2: So I'm not sure I'm totally ready to go out there and say that we should. I mean, there are movements to do this. Um, it's uh, California has been doing it with some of its cities and trying to get them to line it up. But the evidence suggests, and the, my research um, you know, just uh, published um, shows this as well, is that organized interest groups seem to be better able to get their candidates elected and to get policies passed that reflect their interests um, when you have elections that don't line up with national and state elections. Yeah. And so, I mean, that I think is a big piece of evidence to suggest uh, you know maybe it would be a better outcome if you think that outco- that policy should line up with constituents preferences then then I think t- changing it would uh, serve that end um, as absolutely
1: a, as a former city councilman myself I can su- I can tell you that people get a little bit upset and riled if there's a proposed property tax increase but what really huh. brings people out in droves is a zoning change. So if 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 they're going to start letting like high density apartments around the corner, boy, oh, boy, you better have a you better uh, plan to have a line out the door and maybe around the block. So,
2: yes. And, and this is where I'm sometimes I'm stuck on that. Does this mean that we should change election timing? Uh, because uh, there's also, you know, good evidence out there that sometimes it's nimbyism. Right. Not in my backyard. Not my backyard exactly. Um, Right, this attitude of like, I don't want the high-density housing next to me or or in the neighborhood. But at the same time, we have a housing crisis in the state, right? We We look at you know, housing prices are through the roof. There's you know, research that shows that um, in some places, that's costing their economy uh, billions of dollars. Like in the Bay Area, that people who want to live there for jobs and other things can't. So sometimes I, I feel a little bit torn. Anyway, it is a it is a tricky – I think a tricky issue, but this at least provides some more data on, on the question to better understand what are the dynamics of Absolutely. having elections at weird times.
1: Well, we're just so. out of time. I, I will just put in this. Um, one major difference, uh, and I think the reason why we haven't separated is in those uh, – Even your elections, 2020, 2022, most of the candidates, if not all of them, they're running as a Republican or Democrat. We call those partisan elections. And now you can't just do a one one. uh, You can't do a straight party vote anymore. We did away with that in Utah last year. And these local races, for the most part, they're nonpartisan. So if you're running for city council, you're just running for city council. You're not running as a Republican or Democrat or Green Party or Utah United or whatever. So I do think it might be a little bit confusing if we move all of the nonpartisan stuff with the partisan stuff. Um, Do you have any any quick thoughts on that before we break?
2: No, I I do think it kind of can complicate it. And, you know, there's some who argue, like, do we want – as much like partisanship to bleed into some of these local policy decisions. On the other hand, you know, local politics also deal with things that are important to Democrats and Republicans of tax rates. Right. And and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot to debate here about what's what's the best way to do the elections
1: professor adam dines thanks so much for joining us on ksl news radio and we're going to be back uh very shortly and i'm going to tell you about my trip to havana cuba four years ago and how that impacts what's going on there right now with the recent protest this is todd weiler you're listening to ksl news radio